Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Guys, we got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking a little bit about... um, What... I hate to do this did, two weeks in a row, but Aaron, what's the, what's the advice segment this week again? I already forgot. It's uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, my boy. You, you're the one that makes these. I know. Every week, no one else even has to say. I know. Uh, we're also <laughs> <laughs> talking about the upcoming movies of the week, which include, but are not do, do limited need- to. Do you need me to tell you these as well, or you got this one? I got this one. Okay. I just pulled it up. When we're talking about American Assassin, you know, Mother. Mother, I'm very excited for, but we'll get to that. Uh, first, guys, we're going to be talking about our favorite movie relationships. City of stars, are you shining just for me? Uh, you know, and just watching a movie, and you're like, that's a good relationship. <laughs> you know, uh, just moments, relationships that are like, you know, even if things aren't great, it's well portrayed, it's well acted, it's real in some way. Um, so yeah, who wants to start us off? Uh, I, I can start us <laughs> Aaron, off. you're the relationship you guy here, tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're the relationship guru on the podcast, I thought. Am I? Is I, that, thought, okay. I thought that's what yeah. you were. I'm I, I humbly accept that position, sure. Uh, I'm going to start off with Jesse and Celine from Richard Linklater's The Before Trilogy. Uh, now, I've still not seen the third entry, Before what Midnight. It, what if it just goes horrible I'm, on that one? I'm waiting for it. I've I've heard it's as great as the first two, so okay. I'm not I'm not worried. Okay, but just you know, it's it's just such a powerful romantic story, you know. Just because uh, it, it, the whole films, as I've described multiple times, is just these two people having a conversation over like a single evening, mm-hmm. and it's just you know. It's there's something really cool about that, you know, that just them walking around, learning about each other, talking about all these large existential questions or all these big ideas and all that, and just you know, kind of just engaging with one another on this you know conversational level, and mm-hmm. slowly falling in love as they do it. I just think it's really, it's a really cool story. It's a really neat setup, and I think that the like the the performances are like so naturalistic and everything that you really they really feel like you know two actual people sharing all these thoughts with each other and with us so mm-hmm. okay so neither of mine are going to be on that deep of a <laughs> <laughs> level yeah one of them yeah. will the other one's just kind of like oh they're they're cute <laughs> So I guess I should probably do my one that's, like, not as good first, but I just really enjoy them, is, uh, is 
I'm gonna forget there. Uh, the Warrens in the Conjuring uh, series. Now, they're like too good, right? <laughs> like they're <laughs> too in love. It's Cu- so couples who conjure spirits together stay together. Let me tell you that. That's how the saying goes. That that is how the saying goes. Um, no, but I just there. It's it's something about watching them interact. It, uh. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga have, like, a great chemistry together. You know, you believe that these two have been married for a long time, and they're like, oh, little little old church people, and they're like, oh, we believe in demons and all that. And you're like, oh, that's cute. And when one of them's in danger, the other one gets real sad or real scared, and you're like, oh, I feel for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I love you, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> Please be safe. <laughs> Please be safe. And then it's like, oh yeah, I like Patrick Wilson. He's a cool guy. I'd want to hang out when he's fixing that truck in the first one for the family. And you're like, he's really good with machines. He's like that one turtle. And uh, yeah, they just are a cute couple. That's my weak one. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a weak one. I think that's a really good one. Okay. Especially, you know, you get into The Conjuring 2 where they have that, like, they, they have that parallel exchange where they're just yeah. like, you know what I found, what I did when I found someone who believed me, I married them and yeah. everything. And they, yeah, that's really neat. And the way the whole film ends, uh, it works spoilers, really well. David, we're not spoiling it. It's not a spoiler. It's, thing. We're barely even scratching the surface. Um, yeah, no, they so do. So my have a great relationship. I'm gonna have to pick up. I'm gonna have to pick up the ball that you dropped. That you dropped, Jacob. <laughs> wow. <okay>. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, all but. Right. I chose, since we're talking about Harrison Ford, mm. I chose one of his most iconic relationships. Han Solo and Chewbacca. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because a relationship doesn't have to be necessarily I knew someone was going to take a relationship. I knew someone was going to go this direction. It could be a friendship. Therefore, I should have been, been more specific. This is on me. Yes, you should have. <laughs> This is all your fault, and I'm okay. going to fully take advantage of you. All right, all right. I, I demand satisfaction. Okay, well, satisfy yourself then. <laughs> okay. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. Han Solo. Best of buds. Yeah, they are best of buds. Just the, the, the on... The on... Site chemistry that they, like, that they hold together. It's It's phenomenal. Some of the best parts of the movie is Han Solo translating Chewbacca because I don't know what he's saying. So I rely on Han, his best friend, to be like, "Hey, yo, what? What the heck is Chewie saying? It's got to be funny." He Just cares enough to have learned the language. Exactly, you know, you know a very hard language. I mean, the the Chewbacca. I'm sorry, Chewbacca, but it all sounds the same, homie. Whoa, <laughs> oh. whoa, David. You want to no. drop that kind of bomb on this podcast? <laughs> Get out of here with your Wookiecisms, all right? <laughs> That's like racist against Wookies, I think. I don't know what I was coming up with. If anything, Darth Vader is. I mean, have everyone? Have we all played the beginning of oh, Star Wars? The beginning of Force Unleashed. He's oh, he's <laughs> cutting them up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I chose to take a slight that approach. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> well, thank you. Aaron, do you got another yes, relationship for us? I do. My other one is, I suppose, less profound. Okay. If that's how we're supposed to, how you wanted to describe the. Hey, man, one. relationships well, my second come one. in all different shapes and sizes, as David taught us. All right. 
my my second one is Peggy Carter and Captain America. Okay. All right. Because I think this is one of the best jobs that like a superhero film has done at selling the superhero with the romantic interest. You know, like I think it it was something I was nervous about going into the film, but they really nailed this aspect where it's like she falls in love with him before he gains the super strength, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just like such an important point in that relationship, you know, that she loves him for his character, for his, you know, for how brave he is and all that before he even becomes, you know, like this super buff, super strong like warrior. <laughs> just like this man. <laughs> oh. So she liked him for what was on the inside. And yeah, on she, the outside. She, and then she's just like, this outside's a plus, though, you know? Like, I, I like you for who you are, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I especially like you now because you're Chris Evans. Yeah. And you have his body, yeah. Of course. It, it, but what if she was like, nah, nah, muscles not doing it for me, sorry, <laughs> bud. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a really good one. I have one that... I guess if we're going profound, more profound than the Conjuring one, um, but still not as profound as Aaron's first. <laughs> um, I guess. How do I want to do this? Spoilers for La La Land. If anyone cares or has not seen it yet. Bye, <laughs> David. You don't <laughs> even like musicals. <laughs> Okay. I still won't see. I won't see this movie, but I'm not gonna have it spoiled for me. Okay. Okay. It's the well, principle. It's the principle of the thing. It's the principle. Of the thing. Okay. So Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone's blah blah blah. And- <laughs> what? The people can't hear me. Um, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling's relationship in La La Land is one of the most real I think I've seen in film. Um. It has all the, like, all, so many great moments in it. I love how it burns so bright so quickly. <laughs> and then it just takes a nosedive into, oh, this is sad. <laughs> so, um, it's just, I, I love the way it all starts with, like, the cute moments and the, the whole uh, planetarium is that what it's called? Planetarium? Yeah. Yeah. Planetarium. I, I for some reason I thought that was like a Buzz Lightyear term. That's, or something. that's where you go to see the cool rocks and stuff. Oh my god. Is okay. the planetarium. <laughs> I love I love the, the how it starts like that. And then just the slow decay of it is really well done. Um to the point where they just hate each other for a little bit. And um I love the moment where there's this, they're like, hey, I still love you, but we have to be ourselves. We have to do um, what what we want out of life. We can't just sacrifice all that to be with each other because we want different things. And that moment, it's so heartbreaking, but it's so well done. It feels so real. It's so earned. 
And then just the whole ending part, obviously. I mean, that's just one of the most heartbreaking moments in all of cinema. But also, like, a happy moment at the same time. Um, it's just... I don't know that I can even, can even accurately describe my feelings about how much I love this this relationship. Um, yeah, I don't know. Done. Yeah, just about, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that. I love um, all about that. So. I don't know. <laughs> I can't describe myself too well when I get into this, like, oh, this movie's amazing, and I love everything about it, and oh, the, oh, the moments, ooh, the song, ooh, the jazz. <laughs> Just turns into that. So, uh, if you've seen La La Land, then you hopefully understand what I'm trying to get at. Um, but yeah. Anyone else? Any other extras? David, you got another one? Oh, for I am going to take this relationship deeper. Oh, oh. oh go for it. Oh, go for it. Oh, Not with a relationship between two people, but a relationship between three people. Okay. I'm talking about Katniss, Pita, oh, and Gale. The toxic trifecta of a relationship. Because this is what this is what shows what happens when you waste his time. It's waste his time. 2017. Gale turns into. A, a murderous, killing, like, no-love person, and Pita just <laughs> is morally depressed. I don't so, remember it ending like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gail was yeah, always like, that way. Gail just becomes super hardened and, like, doesn't really love anyone. It's like, I think we should just kill everyone, and Pita is just, like, morally depressed Straight and start up. from the hunger. Gail was always like that, and that's why it always bothered me that people were like, oh, she should be with Gail. I'm like, Gail is a psychopath. <laughs> like, this man <laughs> is insane. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't think he's emotionally... Really... I think Katniss made the right choice here, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just talk about... We could talk about the relationship throughout the three books, between the three. Mm-hmm. The love, mm-hmm. the hate, the kissing, the jealousy. There's a lot of kissing. A lot of kissing. A lot of kisses. <laughs> and I and I just want to bring of, that up. A lot of little Pia kisses. For the cameras. For for the cameras. Do you see the quotations I'm making with my claw hand? Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to remind you the wanted world to throw that this up was that love actual... triangle. Well, if we're going to talk love triangles, we got to talk about Bella, Edward, and the other one. And the hey. other one, yeah. Oh, but isn't his Jack- name Jacob? <laughs> that's my name. Why can I not remember him? <laughs> yeah, that's a good... That's a... If you feel no, like the Hunger Games no, love triangle is problematic, oh boy, take a strap again for the toilet one. So you're welcome. Just thought. Okay. Um, is that all we got? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All sure. right. Well, guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. You think that qualifies you for my selection process? My guess is if you and I go hand-to-hand, you can probably figure out inside of 20 seconds whether or not I have what it takes to make it through selection process. So, what do you say? Guys, Dylan O'Brien, he's not hurt anymore. He can make movies again. Oh, I thought you said Conan O'Brien. And no. I was like, <laughs> no. That would have made me interested in this movie. <laughs> um, so, American Assassin uh, is a movie that is coming out and it has Dylan O'Brien in it, and uh, he's American. He's American, and he's an assassin. And 
It, uh, uh, Michael Keaton's in it, I guess. Um, um, Looks intense. Yeah, it certainly looks like something. I don't know if good is the right word for it, but it does look like a movie. So... That, yeah, that, that's something. It, uh, ha it probably has a beginning, a middle, and an end. That, and... Are you sure? So it definitely is going to try to build a franchise. Is it really? I, th I believe it's based on a book series. Oh, so. I know that. So that... Oh. Um. It looks action-packed. It looks hate-driven. It's going to oh, be... hate-driven. My favorite kind of driver. <laughs> I mean, like, you... I mean, like, you like, no, I know, uh, I know. Like a revenge film? Revenge, yeah. What do you mean by hate-driven? This movie's driven by hate. <laughs> it's super cool. It's both. I mean, revenge and hate. Same. Yeah. Two same birds, difference. one stone. I mean, yeah. you, you. It's your favorite kind of. You liked uh, the new Keanu Reeves movie. John Wick. Uh, John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's that doesn't mean revenge and hate. Revenge movies are oh. my favorite kind of movie. <laughs> Oh, now you're just throwing it out. Oh, I don't like war movies, but I do like war movies, David. Oh, I like Lord. revenge movies, but I don't. You're just all over the place. No, there's no correlation, Jacob. Um, I mean, um, so it's unrated. It's an unrated Still? movie. Or yeah. is it staying that way? I don't think it's so. It's not staying that way, no. It's weird that it still doesn't have a rating, though, right? Like, they didn't. It's going to be R. Like, let's just be honest. Presumably, I just see the my problem is, and I'm and I kind of same problem with Spider Man. Michael Keaton made McDonald's, so I don't know how this guy's gonna be trained as an assassin when he yeah. founded McDonald's. Like, I, I just can't get it out of my mind. Oh lord, that's that's gonna be my main problem with this movie. Um, like, so here's this is how I know it's going to be rated R. This is what it's that's already been rated for like things in it. It mm -hmm. has strong violence throughout, strong torture, <laughs> language, yeah. and brief nudity. So it's going to be rated R. What are they trying to get at right now? <laughs> They're like, oh, man, uh, we're, we're going to go for that PG-13. No one's going to give it to you. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're... Oh, no. Oh, oh no. There's a... <laughs> be a bad movie. This person gives it zero stars and says this movie has powerful themes to convert a damaged person into a weapon of the state to revenge his dead girlfriend. Oh, she's just his girlfriend? Not, not even wife? I don't think they've actually seen it. So, I mean, <laughs> it could be. Isn't it? Wait, isn't it the girl from Lights Out? Didn't we watch this trailer and we're like, is that Teresa? We did Moore? watch this trailer. I don't remember who the girl is, but yeah. I think it's Teresa Guys, and David Sleep. <laughs> um, okay, so Aaron, what do yes. you want to talk about for a minute <laughs> while we wait for David to come back? Uh, can we not just move on to the next film? Uh, I feel like we should talk about Mother with him here. Because I'm going to try and oh. convince him that he wants to go see this with me. Even Did though they he probably play a trailer won't. for it before? No, no. 
They, oh. I'll tell you what they did play a trailer for. We'll talk about this. Friend Request. I still have not seen the trailer for this. Oh my god, Aaron. It all right, so I didn't know this. You know who it's made by? No. The people who made Phoenix Forgotten. Aaron, all they do is make ripoff movies. That's all they do. They only make ripoffs. And it works! Because 47 meters down you... made enough money to make a sequel. 48 meters down. I, yes, I, I, I saw that. These people are scam artists. <laughs> and they get wide releases. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, you're the one that supported them. I supported them once. Phoenix Forgotten. <laughs> one <so>. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a trailer for that. There was a trailer for Happy Death Day, which I'm still super excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, Jigsaw, which I'm a little bit more excited for now. Watching that trailer again, I'm like, okay. Alright, I guess. It, it looks like it could be fun. It looks like it could be fun. It right. could be fun. And, David, what was the <laughs> other trailer that we saw? We saw Jigsaw, Happy Death Day, The Friend Request, and one more. It was a funny movie. Man. Oh, it was The Bad Mom's Christmas. Ugh. That movie what do you mean funny movie? Real bad. <laughs> he means funny movie as in like yeah. It, it it's it's funny. To be funny. Um all right, so moving on. Uh mother. Uh no capital, but an exclamation point. That's how you know it's an exciting movie. Yeah. Oh boy, guys, it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. Aaron, have you seen any Aronofsky movies or no? Uh, yes, I've seen Requiem for a Dream and That's Darren Aronofsky? Noah. I believe so. I did not know that. All right. Um, and you've seen Black Swan, you said? No, and oh. Noah. I have I have the oh. Black Swan Blu-ray, but oh, I haven't no. gotten around watching it. I forgot he made Noah. He, he made Noah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but David, you've seen Black Swan, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Creepy movie. Yeah, I like Black Swan a lot. Um, the the one there's one scene that really just tripped me out in that. All right. <laughs> and and I think we're talking thinking the same. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I know. I know. But I know we're thinking of the same scene. <laughs> is it is it the one with the black swan? Yes. Um, okay. Plot twist. Plot twist. There's a black swan. Uh, so. <laughs> Aronofsky's a director I haven't seen too much from other than Black Swan because uh, I refuse to watch Noah and I want to watch Requiem for a Dream but I've heard about things that happen in that movie and I'm like, do I want to watch this movie? It's, a, it's, a, uh, it's an experience. Oh, that's okay. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I was pretty down on this movie when I first heard about it. I'm like, Jennifer Lawrence hasn't really done anything good in quite a few years. Seems like she just kind of gave up. Quite a few years. Yeah, since probably wow. since Silver Linings Playbook, right? American Hustle. She good in that? She's pretty good in that. She doesn't have that big of a role though. So then, five years now? No, four years since she's made like a pretty good movie. Um. So, I was like, ah, we'll see, uh, right? But. Just the little teaser clip that they 
put out there, I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. This movie looks like it's going to be trippy, going to be real weird. Javier Bardem's in it. I love me some Javier Bardem. He's, he's a good-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and who else is in this? I, somewhat, I can't forget. I can't remember her name right now. You can't forget? I can't forget. Uh, no, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, who... I love you, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> um, and also, Downhall Gleason, who... I don't know why he's just become, like, one of the most prominent actors out there right now, but he's in, like, everything. So... Because he's a good actor? He's a very good actor. So I'm excited. Um... I really don't know what this movie's about at all, but that's... I don't think you want to know. Yeah, that's exactly what I think you should just go and just see the movie. Yeah, I'm ready to be tripped out, because this looks really trippy. I think it involves a uh, mother who does something exciting or startling. Well, I mean, the poster If you were to describe it in, in... If you were to write it down, would require an exclamation point, because it's so exciting or startling. Yeah. Well, remember the poster, the original, like, concept art poster where she's, Jennifer Lawrence has, like, a hole in her chest and she's holding her heart in her hands? So something weird's gonna happen in this movie. Dude. It definitely looks like a weird movie. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. David, are you gonna go see this one? Down to clown? No, just kidding. He's just kidding. down to clown. Oh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't down to clown with anything anymore. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. No more clowns. Um... So, Brad's status, guys. I don't know what this is. Um, it's the newest is it, Ben is it Stiller about movie. A, is it about a guy named Brad who updates his Facebook status? Yeah. That's... No. That's an exciting movie. It's, it's no. Uh, so, let me just give you a little breakdown of who's involved with this movie. We got Mike White, the writer of uh, School of Rock, also <laughs> wrote this and is directing this. <clears throat> We got Ben Stiller as the lead. Michael Sheen is in it. Is Michael Sheen in Mother as well? No, okay, never mind. Thought he was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Michael Sheen, uh, Luke Wilson. So we got a Wilson brother in here. But not both. No, we got Jermaine Clement, or Clement. Sorry. And Jenner Fish or Jenner Jenna Fisher. Pam Beasley's up in this movie, guys. Um, so let me... So who's Brad? Uh, that would be... Ben Stiller. Oh my god, this is a long movie info. I won't read the whole thing. <laughs> when Brad Sloan accompanies his college-bound son to the East Coast... I didn't want to do it! Not the whole thing! <laughs> The visit triggers a crisis of confidence in Brad's status. Writer and director might blah, blah, blah. Brad has a satisfying career and a comfortable life in suburban Sacramento where he lives with his sweet-natured wife, Jenna Fisher, and her musical prodigy son. But it's not quite what he imagined during his college glory days. So it's a midlife crisis movie, apparently. What? I'm, I'm not I'm not sold on this movie. No. I'm, I'm... But... It is an Amazon movie, so it will be available for free before the end of 2017. So will I be watching this movie? Yes, I will be watching this movie. Oh, are you that desperate already? No, because I'm still winning. So. You're, you're only winning by like two now. 
I'm catching out. Let's not talk about <laughs> So, whoa, what? Sorry, I just got really freaked out. Lego Ninjago movie comes out the same day as Kingsman? Yes. Oh, man. It's going to be a long movie day for me. <laughs> Plus, Battle of the Sexes comes out, and I'm, I'm so excited for Battle of the Sexes. We'll talk about that next week. Um, talk about all of those next week. Yeah, I guess we will. I don't know why I just faded into next week's. All right, time to do next week's upcoming movies, guys. <laughs> um, guys, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. If you'll come with me, you'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. I can explain it. I can explain everything. No, I can't. All right, boys. You know what time it is. Watch it. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. This shouldn't be happening. (laughs) It's this time. Who's ready for the months of bums? Guys. <laughs> it's uh, week two. He, what? He's booing because he, he's a ghost. Yeah, he's a so, ghost. <laughs> he's so enthusiastic about goosebumps, about the month of bums. Oh, Lord. That he's, he, he's pretending to be a ghost. Like in the <gasps> classic Goosebumps episode, Ghost Beach. Oh my god. Didn't get to ghost speech yet. We'll get there. But, guys, it's time for the uh, Months of Bumps, uh, week two. Uh, so last week, I'm going to leave this running in the background, so... Um, you're in for a skit. <laughs> okay, maybe I won't, because I'm not going to be able to focus with that music going. But we will give it a full play each week. Okay. Um, so, guys... Months of months. Welcome to Camp Nightmare. That's where we picked up. We pick up at episodes five and six. It's a two-parter. Um, it is yeah. real dumb. <laughs> uh, real bad. Maybe the maybe the worst episode yet. I camp things. Don't don't scare me. I maybe it's because I never went to camp. But also. Yeah, it's- what? Hmm. So that is that is a high possibility. Yeah. That you. But it probably wasn't that scary. But some camp things can like, especially if you've been to camp, like some of the campfire stories when I was little. People spun. Mm-mm. Spun some webs. Spun some webs. Oh no. Okay. Um. So also not scary because. Uh, animatronic saber-toothed tiger thing. Not scary. But ends on one of the weirdest twists I think I've ever seen in the show. Is it is it weird or just lazy writing? <laughs> Very lazy writing. So, it ends, and they're like, oh, this was all a test, so we could take you on an expedition with us, because we're explorer parents. Um, and... They're, the kid's like, cool, where are we going? To planet Earth. And then they look up, and they can see Earth very large from where they're at, which means we should be able to see them. <laughs> so, I, 
<laughs> what if what that. if their planet's invisible? Oh, dude, that doesn't make any sense. But all right, sure, goosebumps. And you know, Arlstein. If Arlstein actually wrote all of these books, which I don't think he did, uh, you know, he just got lazy. Uh, so, Phantom of the Auditorium, second worst episode so far. <laughs> It's literally just Phantom of the Opera. They didn't try this time. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, let's just do Phantom yeah, I, of the Opera. I have no problem believing that he actually wrote all these books because half of them are just ripoffs of various other stories. Yeah. All right, yeah, I guess I can. I just don't, I don't know. Uh, this one, real dumb. They, just <coughs> put on, they literally put on Phantom of the Opera without saying Phantom of the Opera at their school. And it's like, oh, man, some weird, wacky stuff. There's a curse with the play. And then there's this kid who comes in halfway through. And you're like, that kid's a ghost, isn't he? As soon as you see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that kid's a ghost. And then it's like this big reveal at the end. They get this old yearbook from 1927 or whatever. And they're like, that's the kid. That's Brian. He's a ghost. And it's like, oh, dude, you guys should have figured that out a long time ago. But okay. Piano lessons can be murder. Uh, real dumb. This whole season's kind of a bit dumb. <laughs> they picked all the dumb ones to start. This, this is probably the best season. Just warning. <laughs> oh, no. wow. You did this to yourself. <laughs> so, piano lessons... It, it's, it's, not, it's not like this is relevant. Like, I, I watched 13 Reasons because it was relevant in the world. This isn't relevant. You're just purely doing this to yourself. I'm Goosebumps watching it because it's always spooky. relevant. It's always <laughs> Goosebumps. That movie came out two years ago, so it's like I and guess making a sequel. Relevant. Are they really? <laughs> I'm so excited. I didn't know that. Um, so this one, the, the kid, he takes piano lessons, and the old man grabs his hands really creepily and like rubs them and he's like you got perfect hands and the mom just is standing there looking like smiling i'm like no that kid's gonna that dude's gonna <laughs> do some messed up things to your kid you can't leave him here and then eventually he goes down in the basement and there's a bunch of hands like disembodied hands playing pianos in the basement and you're like well that's weird and they find out it's because a man named mr toggle maybe one of the worst names i've ever really? heard uh, what never practiced his piano, and his ghost teacher haunts him because he wasted all of his potential. So I guess sort of a good message, like don't waste your potential. But at the same time, it's funny watching two grown adults play off each other in this show. Because when it's kids playing off adults, it's like, oh, it's funny that they're being, like, crazy or whatever. But when it's two adults acting against each other, it just feels weird. <laughs> like, it feels like I shouldn't be watching this. Um, so then he essentially has to, the Mr. Toggle guy, has to play piano forever until he dies. Which is kind of a scary ending, I guess. That's a scary thing to think about. No one's scary. What? Arthritis of the wrists. Yeah, dude, that dude probably has forever. Really bad arthritis. Dude, imagine you have to play forever. Yeah, it hurts. Oh, he's gonna I get. I can't stop. He's gonna get arthritis. He will. Um. So then we go to Return of the Mummy, which, <laughs> to be honest, 
probably the best episode so far from what I'm covering, but also one of the... Oh, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, the only character that isn't white in the episode, or American, the, the only person from Egypt, let's put it that way in this episode, is a, an undead mummy girl. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this feels a bit... Um, okay, whatever. And uh, things happen. I don't remember this one too much, to be honest. <laughs> this was one that was kind of a blur. I know the kid from Mean Girls, or Mean Girls is in this. Um, really? Yeah. So, he's in it, I guess. This one's real. Never mind, I take it back. This one's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just ends with the woman they thought was a journalist was actually the sister of the mummy. And then... And, the mom, and then the mummy's... Her brother, the mummy, is just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to take over the world. Yeah. And then, that's it. That's the episode. <laughs> She's then, like, bring back my brother so he can take over the world. And he's like, but I don't want to take over the world. Yeah. And that's the episode. <laughs> I will say this. Oh, still better than 2017's The Mummy. So, we'll give it that. That shouldn't be your standard. No. Um, so then we get to the best episode of the show so far. Night of the Living Dummy 2. Which is actually like an okay episode of television. Like, it's mm -hmm. kind of creepy. Um, the guy who plays Slappy is, like, really weird. Like, his voice is perfect for that. And it's also, like, pretty dark. Like, this mummy... Or this mummy. <laughs> this dummy is going <laughs> to, like, kill her dad at one point. Like, by smashing a guitar over his head which wouldn't kill him but as a kid you'd be thinking that's gonna kill my dad kind of thing <laughs> um so that's kind of that's it's cool that it goes a little bit darker on that one um and also dummies kind of creepy so they had that going for them ends in a weird twist where the dummy she had before slappy was alive the whole time and no one knew about it mm -hmm. so at least it's like a benevolent dummy does it bother you at all that they didn't adapt Night of the Living Dummy 1 ever? I was like, did I miss something? It's so confusing. <laughs> I had to scroll through every single episode. Me too! Like, are these out of order? Do I, do I need to, like, skip around? Well, I thought it was one of the specials or something. But it's not. They just never made it. And I don't know why. Like, <laughs> that's just really strange to me. But there's, like, three other... Night of the Living Dummy episodes? Yeah, they, they do more, because there so, were more sequel books. But they just never made the first one. It just doesn't make any sense. And then there's, like, a line in this episode where he, like, kind of references the kids from the last book? So mm -hmm. it's, like, it's weird that you'd keep that line in if this is supposed to be the origin story, I guess. Um, then we get to my hairiest adventure... <laughs> um, which is just one of the weirdest allegories for hitting puberty that I've ever seen, um, on television. Or ever. Or have ever heard, honestly. Um, this one has by far the worst music that doesn't fit anything that's happening in the show. 
like it's like always like weird bouncy like hey <laughs> we're running down the street we're being chased by dogs i'm like this is horrifying why are we playing like happy bouncy music getting chased by dogs and we're going down the street <laughs> it's like no this is this is scary it's supposed to be a scary show also some of the weirdest editing i've seen in the show where there's like several jump cuts and i think it's on purpose but I might be giving the show too much credit. The twist to this one is that he turns into a dog. But he was a dog all along. He was a dog, yeah. And then the parents are like, we don't care. Because they weren't it's... really his parents, I guess. Because we're on to a new project. And it's his cat turned into a baby with still cat eyes. It's a good episode. I give it, I give it a 13 out of 13. Yeah. Oh, we have. Oh, we forgot to be giving them bumps. <laughs> All right. So let me go. Welcome to Camp Nightmare. One out of two bumps. Uh, Twelve out of two. Twelve out of two. Okay. Yeah. Phantom of the Auditorium. Zero out of zero bumps. Bad episode. Uh, one out of three. One out of three. Okay. Piano lessons can be murder. Uh, five bumps out of ten bumps because. Fingers. Uh, ten out of five. Return of the Mummy. You know, I thought it was good, but now that I can't remember anything about it, I'm going to go with two out of four bumps. Uh, seven out of ten. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy, I'm going to give a solid uh, eight out of ten bumps. Uh, one out of one. Okay. Uh, my Hairiest Adventure, I'm going to go with an eight out of seven on that one. It's <laughs> a good number. it's so dumb, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> so Stay Out of the Basement, another two-parter. Really boring. Really boring until the end. We're like, okay, this is a cool twist. Like, that, this might be the best twist on the show so far. Where she basically kills... Her, her dad's, like, doing plant experiments in the basement. And there's a plant version of her dad. So she kills her plant dad. And then other dad is like oh i'm free and then they watch their friend drive off or whatever and then she's walking out back into the house she has to stop to tie her shoes and then a flower bends over he's like hey hey you have to help me i'm your dad and i'm like whoa that's pretty cool but then all the flowers start saying that they're her dad i'm like this is just hell she's just in hell now she's forever haunted by the vision of her dad that was the real twist yeah that's the real twist for all of these um Whoa, these are not in the right order. Because now it says it came from beneath the sink. But I already... We already talked about that one. So never mind. We're How many of these one. did you see this week? Oh, a lot. Say cheese and die. Um, oh, this is the perfect one. 10 out of 10. I, Young Ryan Gosling. Are you, are you powering, powering through all of these? I'm powering through them. Say cheese and die. Yeah. Young Ryan Gosling. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> sublime. And not surprisingly... The best child actor on the show so far. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's actually pretty good. This one, I don't dislike the premise. Like, it's a fun premise. Too bad it's Polaroid. <laughs> Polaroid stole the concept of this. So, mm -hmm. uh, basically, they take pictures, and the pictures show a bad thing happening. And this one doesn't have, like, a twist, I guess. It's also weird that the cops come to his house and they're like, hey, your friend went missing. Do you know where she is? It's like, this kid's like 12. Do you think he murdered his friend? They're like, I don't know about this, guys. Um, but he did, in a sense. Yeah, I guess. 
Um, but then they take a picture of an old man basically killing him and then put him in the camera. And then later his friends come and Herod, not his friends, his evil friends, his enemies. <laughs> they come and they, they yes, otherwise him. known as evil friends. Evil friends. <laughs> That's what we call the people we don't like. <laughs> Yo, them, them is my evil the, the, friends. Those are my evil friends. <laughs> okay. So that one, eh, that one's dumb. I don't like that one. 10 out of 10. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, so then, this is the final one. The Headless Ghost. Uh, this one's pretty low, too. Oh, yeah, I didn't even give my boop rating. My boop? <laughs> my bump rating on that one. Bump <laughs> rating, I'm going to give it a solid uh, 4 out of 4. Four out of four, yeah. yeah. For the time signature in which Ryan Gosling does his dances in La La Land. Oh. All right. Headless Ghost. Uh, real bad. This one's just... Oh, my God. This one was actually painful to watch. It's like, <laughs> I see what they're going for, but you totally know that kid's a ghost from the very moment he shows up. He's like, yo, I know way more about this ghost house than anyone. And we're like... That means you're a ghost, right? Like, that automatically ghost. So then you find out he is a ghost, and we're like, oh, is he the headless ghost? And then he's like, I'm going to pop your head off. I'm going to, oh, yeah, is that it? There's one moment in one of these episodes that was real uncomfortable, but it's when the one boy is asking the other boy for head. <laughs> he's like, I want your head, Billy. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, bad wording. I, I want to take your head, Billy. And it's like, no, why are you wording it like this? And it's like, I'm going to unscrew it, and I'm just going to take it. I'm going to pop it right off, and then I'm going to put it on my head. And I'm like, oh, God, this is bad. <laughs> so that happens. And then uh, we find out he's not the headless ghost. He's a boy who fell down the dumb waiter when he was trying to eat his ice cream. A thing that... Wouldn't kill somebody, probably. It was like two stories. Falling down dumb water? Could be. If you I mean, it land could be right. fatal, I suppose. But anyway, either way, this is like the darkest episode, though, because like it, it explicitly states that kids died, and like you kind of watch it for a couple times, and you're like, oh, oh god, and they're like going to kill these kids. Um, then the headless ghost shows up, and he's a real silly ghost. He's so silly. He's just walking around without a head on, and then he's like, oh, here's my head over here. And he drops the head on the ground, and it rolls a little bit. It's like, oh, you're such an idiot. It's like, oh, God, this is such a silly episode. That's a dead kid. And then, uh, and then, uh, the captain guy, he's a ghost, and he paints her out of existence, I think. Is yes. what he tries to do at the end. It's it's bad. And that's the question <coughs> is that they all ghosts and then the kids run away and they never go back. Yep, I give this seven hundred out of five. I'm gonna give it a solid C bump. Is there exponential exponentially getting larger, Aaron? <laughs> I'm gonna give this Well one the, the episodes are just getting so much exponentially better. Exponentially better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give this one. A sea captain out of seven bumps. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good choice. So that's uh that's that's the months of bumps this week. 
All right. I watched this instead of BoJack Horseman. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what else you got? Uh, I watched a little movie called Blade Runner. So, if you want to hear our thoughts about that, you can listen to Gateway to Cinema this week, where we talk about Blade Runner Final Cut, not the regular cut, or any of the other seven hundred cuts. <sighs> Blade uh, Runner two, too many cuts. <laughs> is the final is the final cut the superior cut? Yes. According if to you're that. gonna watch this film, David, watch the final cut. Yeah. Uh, so then I watched two 2017 movies this week. One we all watched, but I'm gonna start with uh, a little bit of magic, boys. Dave made a maze. We talked about this. Aaron said it's too indie for me. I didn't say it was too indie for me. I just said it was too indie. Well, let me tell you what, Aaron. It's really indie. (laughs) But I loved every moment of this movie. It is so charming. And so... It's just so creative and inventive. That even when the movie takes, like, three breaks... There's... There's a point in this movie where they take, like, three breaks from, like, exploring the maze to talk about stuff. And it, I swear it's the same conversation, just in a different order three times. And I'm like, I feel like we've already discussed this. But whatever. And then more inventive, fun stuff happens. And you're like, okay, I can overlook that. There's just a lot of fun in this movie. And I don't know. I think it's I think it's just great. Um, this... It's definitely one that I think will get a cult following because it's one of those kind of movies. Um, And also for it being the first directorial job, first writing job from both its director and its two writers, it's like, this is pretty good for this being their first thing. Um, And the lead actress is really great. I don't know that I've seen her in anything else, but she is really good in this. Um, Plus... Yeah, I don't want to. I'm just gonna say there's there's some really great. They they give a lot of great character backstory in a really interesting and fun way. So I don't know. I think if you're looking for just a good time, it'll make you smile from ear to ear. Um, this is a, this is definitely a good one. It's available for rent now. So I I mean I'm definitely still interested in watching this, but <laughs> it is too indie <laughs> no there's I, you know what no stop with that aaron it's a creative movie what makes it too indie just because it's <laughs> it's it's too creative oh that's yeah. what makes it too we indie can't have, we can't too, have this much it's it's too, it's too quirky <clears throat> too much quirk there's also a band member of okay go in this movie yeah it's too indie and that's, i'm like that's way too indie. i mean i love okay go but it was a little weird seeing him in this movie, especially because he can't act. He's not in it for long, though. Also, when you finally see it, high fives are going to take on a whole new meaning. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got for that. So do we want to talk about the thing we all saw this week? The 2017 yeah. It! We all saw It! What, what did we see? It! it! We all saw It! Creepy clown movie. We all saw... Oh, thank you, David. Okay. Yeah. It! <laughs> okay. Is it really a clown, or is it just something that 
Uh, it's a snake demon. I mean, it's not really a clone. It's a snake but... demon. That's what I got from it. It's a interdimensional cosmic entity snake demon thing. that can. Uh, I shouldn't say that because people want to see this movie. Oh yeah, we yeah, can't don't, spoil, don't spoil it. Are we talking about this more next week? Yes, I Are think we we're going to definitely do plan? a spoiler cast next week. So oh. let's just give our five sentence or five sentence five, five sentence five, five words. words. I, I like how you take in custom to this. Yeah, I like it. Look at I fit perfectly in my hand. Five. Five words. Aaron, you want to go first since you've seen it more recent or less recently? Not more I, recent. I, less recently. I, I got mine. I mean, I don't really have a... David always has, like, the clever five words. Mine's just going to be very heartfelt and deeply terrifying. Yeah, okay. It was lit and hip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a near rhyme. It's a near rhyme. <laughs> Sure. Um, start, oh, start God, I got, um, okay, I gotta think about how to do that. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to, okay, um, hmm. very scary, Bob and Larry, very, <laughs> <laughs> why are you so good at this? Very I, scary, very is funny. This like, is this Bob and Larry from uh, VeggieTales? Oh, yeah, Bob right. and Larry react to it. Oh, no. Like, I, I want, I want I to see, see this now. <laughs> okay, very scary, very funny. It. Best horror movie of 2017. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I did it. All in five words. Um, yeah, so you'll hear more about it next week. And more about what? It. Wait, wait. Here oh, we just... <laughs> I can't, I can't okay. remember how I was doing it. Alright, is that all you watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I got this week. Alright. Alright. I'll go. Go for it. This week, um, I watched some Sunny. Mm-hmm. I watched that old Disney Channel. Four, four episodes of BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. The new season? The new season. I will right. probably finish it up tomorrow. Because I have a lot of work tomorrow. But it's... Oh God, I miss BoJack. It's so good. Um, yeah. Jacob has already told me he hasn't watched it, any of it. Have you, Aaron? I've watched all of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll watch it all tomorrow. So, I'll, I'll wake up early and dig in. So yeah, so I guess I, I we'll all have to talk about this in depth once we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I enjoy it. I watched a movie, but I'm not gonna say what movie it is because it's my bad movie of the week. And uh-huh. I saw it, and I started Game of Thrones. Did I already say that last week. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I started Game of Thrones season one, episode one. What do you think of it? Uh, slow burn. Oh, yes. Certainly Definitely, too much yes. incest. <laughs> More than I'm comfortable with, certainly. Yeah, it, it's a slow burn for everything but the incest. Oh, yeah, that's that pretty much out. right out of the gate. Yeah. That's, that's there. <laughs> There's some banging in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, and uh, I think I watched a few more episodes of Aziz Ansari's clever comedy... Master of, of 
Yes, Master of None. All right. And that's what so I'm Okay. All and, right. And uh, Aaron, yeah. what'd you watch? I had a pretty light week this week, and we already mentioned most of it because mm-hmm. I watched it. I watched watch? BoJack Horseman season four, uh, but we'll talk about that more later. I suppose I don't want to spoil any of it for you guys, but yeah, I feel like we should all talk about it once we've all seen it. It's as great as always. So, and then beyond that, just want to mention that you're the worst. Started their new season this week. I gotta so. watch that. I gotta buy the season pass because I want to watch it as it goes on this week. Because or this year, That's, mm-hmm. I'm excited. You, you should do that, so then we can... So then it's not me, like, talking about it a year ahead, and then, like, in a year I have to be like, oh, yeah, that's what happened in that season when you're, like, trying to talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, but you're the worst. Still also still great, as best. always. I'm not gonna spoil it worst, any more than... Not the best. Or, no, yes, the best. Sorry. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, but they... One, one complaint? Mm-hmm. They changed the theme song. No, not not the music, but they changed like the the video behind it. It's now like a montage of like clips from the show. Mm. It's not good. No, it's not as good. Bring back the old theme yeah, song. Yeah, I like the old. All right, so they keep the song though. Seven thirty a.m. by Slaw. Same song. Same song. Love that song. Ever? Yeah, dude. Their music selection in that show is top notch. I found so many like great artists and and songs just from that show, so I'd say that's probably my favorite um, music and television right now. So yeah, so that was my week. Wow, light week. Light week for all of us this week, except for the months of bumps. Months of bumps. Um, guys, let's move on to giving some advice to a little man. Named Harrison. We'll give it to you. Thank you. I came up with that just right now. I don't know if you can tell it, or not. It, it, no, it, it, it doesn't show. All right. Guys, today, uh, we get a letter from Harrison Ford. Get off my plane. Hey, guys. Uh, really hate the podcast, but love you guys. Do better. Wow, that that sounds like Harrison, yeah. Yeah, it's a little rough, but all right, we'll, we'll hear you out. He says, recently I've been uh, reprising a lot of roles of some of my most famous characters. Of course, I'll be playing, uh, well, I, of course I did play Harrison. He no. <laughs> <laughs> played Harrison? <laughs> Why is Harrison third talking in third person? Because he played Harrison Ford in Star Wars. Oh, as we all know. I played Han Solo in Star Wars. <laughs> I will be playing Deckard in uh, Blade Runner Blade 2049. Blade Runner 2049. And uh, it looks like I'm going to be back as Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones. No, no Shia LaBeouf. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> so, once Indiana Jones 5 is done, and I've reprised all of my most popular characters what should i do then love your best friend and your father figure jacob harrison ford <laughs> how does he know <laughs> all right all right so this is this i'm is just very kidding simple. i love your dad if you're listening he's not my only father figure <laughs> um all right, all right. Aaron, is, tell me the simple fix 
this is a very simple fix. What you gotta do is okay, you're reprising those roles. You're reprising Han Solo, you're reprising Deckard, you're reprising uh, Indiana Jones. But you're not done running through all your filmographies. You're saying you should take a, a victory lap. What he should do is reprise yet another role, one of his other great movies. Air Force One, in which he played the President of the United States. Yeah. But see, we can't just make this another movie, you know? You gotta do something bigger. You gotta do something experimental. You gotta shake things up. Mm -hmm. So what you should really do is reprise your role as President in real life. You you should run for President. (laughs) That's what you should do. That's... That's oh the solution. my god, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? I don't want him to run for president. I don't want to know all the horrible things Harrison <laughs> Ford has done. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, but but think about what would happen if uh terrorists hijacked Air Force One. Yeah. Got he, off my he plane. <laughs> oh man. Okay, yeah. Not a not a bad choice. David. What you got for him? Um, I think you do a victory lap. He's getting older. He reprised a few of his roles. Why not all of them? Victory lap. Say, I don't care what I do anymore. I just want to give me a firewall too. Give me another Air Force One. Just, just give it all to me. All the Harrison Ford movies. Just, just remake them in 4K, but with old Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's now that. Is Just replace himself in all of the scenes. Yep, that is a reboot. <laughs> that is already underway. It gets real weird when Carrie Fisher is like <laughs> kissing on Han Solo, and he's really old. And they're like, "How do we make this look real? You're not actually in the scene, Harrison." <laughs> it must be done. Uh, oh, listen, I ain't come out of retirement to do this for nothing. <laughs> Those are your Harrison Ford impressions, guys? That's, th- Aaron, that's no, what you're going with? No, give us then. Give us yours. No, I'm, Aaron, I'm not. Oh, loosen up. Have a little fun. <laughs> Do a little bit of Ford. <laughs> um, okay. So my idea. Harrison, you've had a long, illustrious career. You've given life to some of the most influential characters in in history, really. Now, it's time to piss it all away, just like Robert De Niro did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Take literally every role that comes your way. They want to do a Dirty Grandpa 2 with you? You go for it, man. You do whatever you want. Because here's the thing, Harrison. You're getting older, buddy. And I think it's time to, to really ruin your take. legacy before you die. You know, it's like, who wants to die with a legacy? You got, you know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah, I, I yeah. know exactly what you're saying. So I'm saying you do the Dirty Grandpas, you do the Nut Job 3, you do Minions 2. You, you just basically get them paychecks. And then, when it does come to it, you bury yourself in the ground and burn all of the money at your funeral that you made from all these horrible movies as an art piece in itself. 
No one? <laughs> no, no takers on that oh. one? <laughs> All right. Uh, you're you're going to have to ask uh, Harrison for himself. What, what yeah. do you think of that? Harrison, hit me up if you want to talk about it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sure. I'm just going to burn all my money with me when I die. <laughs> Let's move on to the bad movie segment this week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! David, been teasing a pretty good bad movie. Let me tell you about a movie that I saw this weekend. I'm anxious. Tell, tell me about it. A movie that I'm excited. That I watched fully. I was like, now this is a bad movie. I need to use this. This movie. <laughs> use your forum. Is White Girl. Okay. I don't know what this movie is. No, me. It, it is on Netflix. This is a 2016 movie. Highly recommend to watch. No, I don't. Not at all. I can't even sell that. So, um, this this is what happened. My friend was at my friend's apartment, and he's like, "I need a new show." I'm like, "Oh, you gotta watch White Collar. White Collar is a great show because like that's the kind of like mood he was in." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." He's gonna hop, and then he's like, "Let me hop in the shower." So he hops in the shower. And I'm like searching on the Netflix and I type in white and then I was on white collar, white girls, like, white girls. Like, what is this? Click on it. Description. A college student just bustling and voluptuously making her way through New York City. I'm like, what on earth is this? So he's in the shower. I click on this movie. Oh man, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I want well, to know. And oh, what a movie it was! <laughs> Literally one hour and a half ender of, of this girl who's on cocaine. Like it just opens up. Like she's like. Air, David she's is cutting in before, and out. She just moves in this apartment. Can't understand. I'm cutting in and out. Yeah, we we get like the ends of sentences. <laughs> I just all right. Let's try this again. All right. We're gone now. Yeah, you're good. All right. So this in in New York, I'm like I'm like, what is this awful description? I gotta watch this movie while he's in the shower, so I click on it, mm-hmm. and she she just moves into this apartment, and she began the movie. She wants weed, so she goes downstairs to some random ass people. Oops, sorry, internet, but. So some random people just in the street, and she's like, can I buy weed? And he's like, nah, shoddy, you don't need any drugs. And she goes upstairs, and then, like, literally his buddies yell at her from the window, and then they climb up the fire escape, and then they sell her weed. And then they end up doing cocaine. And so I also want to say, throughout the movie, we never know her first name. We never know her first name. He all is it, he, is it white? This, it, it is shoddy because this guy, this drug dealer, only calls her shoddy throughout the entire movie. And I'm like, so her name is, is really, Leah. huh? Her name is Leah. I'm looking at it right now. 
oh yeah sure whatever so then she gets super trashed and like on weed and cocaine and then she like the next morning she, she, she goes into she shoots up some weed <laughs> she does the weed next morning she goes into work and it's for some advertising company and she goes in and her boss is doing cocaine and then she does like a little hit of cocaine and she's like oh my god it's amazing and then they start banging right in the office just like let me tell you there are 17 i the fact that i counted 17 separate full nudity sex scenes in this movie okay. 17 separate in an hour and a half oh oh my Okay. Yeah, oh my is right. And so they start <laughs> right so they start banging in the, in the office and then like the um his assistant comes in and she's like, "Oh." Ah, and then like they know what's up and so she just leaves. And then she, so what happens is she, that um her drug dealer she, so she basically starts dating her drug dealer. That's one and then they go out like to this party on like the rich side of town and That's he sells like a crap ton of cocaine and they get like super messed up and she's just high then like they have sex in the back of a taxi cab oh, on the way home and then her boyfriend the drug dealer mm-hmm. ends up um getting arrested as one does for as one as, as a drug dealer does and so she and then this is his third strike so she right. has to try to figure out how to get him out of jail but the lawyer won't show up so she she's trying to um right so her, the boyfriend has all this cocaine so she decides that she herself with the white chick or the white girl excuse me is no, going to sell the cocaine yes <laughs> she's going to sell the cocaine herself as one does yes of course this yes. is this is all so, making complete sense to me yes and so her and then her roommate i don't understand this because her roommate's like a school teacher and like one one of the nights when they all went out she got like so messed up like she like went in to go teach school and just threw up all over like a kid like i was like oh i'm glad we included this scene in it and so but she's short on money so what happens is she goes back oh back to her boss says hey i need money at all she well she has sex with him and then she goes hey by the way can i borrow some money so i can like, buy this lawyer, and the guy's like, eventually, like, fine, I guess we just had sex, I, I'll give you some money. I was like, this is the perfect reason to give someone money, I guess. Good job, great boss. Yeah, perfect reason, if it's perfect prostitution. Reason. <laughs> yeah, so... Not the same thing. Okay. So, after, so what happens is, because uh, um, when he got when he got locked up, he, he owes his, like, major drug dealer, like, a whole bunch of money now. And he, the guy, mm-hmm. guy's crazy. He's like, "Where's my money? I'm gonna kill him." And, and she's like, "Oh no, he has it. He's just locked up, and he didn't, he didn't flip on you, right?" right. So then she goes out to this major party, and with the help of her roommate and her boss, she sells all the cocaine at this party mm-hmm. and makes all the money she needs to pay this lawyer. But she gets so messed up at this party that this is an actual actual scene in the movie she does cocaine off of her boss's penis in the party full like full shot whoa <laughs> Doesn't full need to shot. And i'm like oh my gosh that why what am i i'm looking at this right now that's just as bad as the wolf on wall street it's like opposite it's 
It's, like, it's no, opposite. We don't need either of these scenes. Why? <laughs> I guess and that then she, shows so she, that you're party crazy, but like, no. Yeah. So, so she's so messed up, she does that, and then she just like passes out. I'm like, oh my god, I think she died. But she threw up all over herself, and then they left her there, and someone took all the money. And then so she goes to this lawyer. I thought that was the end. I was like, wow, that's oh, no. dark. No, so she goes to the lawyer and goes, I don't have the money. And she starts crying. And he goes, oh, no, like we'll work something out. And then he takes her out to dinner. And then they basically end up back at her apartment. And she's, like, drugged out. And he, like, realizes that he's... So the lawyer decides to rape her. There's a full rape scene in this as well, too. Oh, no. Yep, yep, full rape scene. But the lawyer holds up his end after he rapes her. He gets the boyfriend out of jail, and she like she wakes up and the boyfriend's just there, and they're all happy. And then oh, so then like he's done selling drugs. You know he's cleaned up like two days after he gets out, right? But then all of a sudden, boom. Whoosh, the the king drug overlord that he owes fifty grand to hits him with a pipe. What? What? This hits him and then so like rules. her boyfriend gets up, picks up this bottle, beats the guy to death. Boyfriend goes back to jail, and then she starts her sophomore year of college. End of movie. What a trip. Sounds sounds like a real feel good. Sounds movie. fantastic. So were you like <laughs> bummed out the whole rest of the day after watching something like that? <laughs> because oh, I feel dude. like I would be. I'd be like, oh, um, okay. The, the thing that got me that around me the most is that I saw cocaine being done off of a man's penis. So I I still can't get that out of my head. So. It reminds me of the line from Always Sunny, <laughs> where he's with the horse jockey. <laughs> no one, no one remember that line. Okay. Tell me a line, Jacob. No, I'm not gonna say the line on the podcast. <laughs> well, thank I you. highly suggest both of you watch this so you can just feel what I felt. I. It's only it's only like an hour and a half. I'm. I mean, wouldn't be the weirdest film I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might watch but it one I, day. We'll see. I don't think I'm going to watch this. It's free. <laughs> if you have Netflix. I know, oh, everyone jumps on me for the free thing. It's free if you have Netflix, alright? Hey, fun fact. My roommate just told me that, I guess, Hulu and Spotify. Well, either Spotify just bought Hulu or Hulu just bought Spotify. And now, you can get Spotify Premium and Hulu for 10 bucks a month as a package. Really? Yes. That's pretty dope. Because I already have dope. Spotify Premium. So. so yeah. Alright, anyway. Uh, so that movie sounds horrific. Guys, <laughs> let's move on. To the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I didn't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong and I hate you. This is, of course, the segment where we go on to a little place that we like to call Flickster. We find a review for a good, or sorry, a bad review for a good movie, or a good review for a bad movie. We toss it out. We take out all the spoilery bits, 
And then we, uh, you know, try and guess what it is. Aaron, what's the review? Uh, one second. Just pause one second. Okay. I gotta pull it off. Okay. We're feeling. Fill dead air. Fill dead air. All right. Aaron's All right. looking for fill dead air. Okay, Aaron, you found it? Okay, cool. Yes. All right. All right. Couple of reviews for you guys. Mm -hmm. First one. Half a star. The book was better. I think Second I know review. what it is, but... It's it. It's it. It is not it. Oh, that, <laughs> Dang that was my guess, too. Okay. Half a star. Save your money. Two-plus hours of vegan propaganda. Rock <laughs> Transformers are only redeeming quality. What? Third review. Half a star. Turns religion into politics, yeah, good people, vegetarians, and the evil people eat meat. The planet is deforested and everyone is starving. Blank is definitely going downhill to do such gutter trash. Is this, Darren, is this uh, Noah? Yes. Okay, the book was better. <laughs> That's a joke review, right? Well, that has oh, to be. Probably. <sighs> Should I watch Noah? No, you should watch White Girl. <laughs> Aaron, yes. you're the only one who's seen it. Should I watch it? It's an interesting film. Okay. So, yes, you should watch it. Oh, Lord. Just so you can respond to it. So I can respond to it? Yes, you should watch it just so you can react. Like like David, oh. he, he has seen these images now. Oh. So now he, he has forced himself to respond to them. Okay, all right. And he has, he has learned a little bit about himself along the way. Mm. You know, it's a journey. Yeah, that he doesn't like watching people do crack off of a man's penis. You, you, you never know until you, until until you see you it. Until you try. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us for episode 69 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find us at uh, Reboot Already On on Twitter. Uh, reboot already underway on Facebook, of course, SoundCloud, iTunes. If you want to find our personal uh, places on the internet, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> not personal places. If you want to find our personal, if you want to find us social on media. the internet, you can find <laughs> David at dbex with two s's fifteen on Twitter. You can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name's already taken on Tumblr, and Aaron, yes, he posted a little something on there. I posted a review for it. That is something. It's real. If you want to find me here on the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Of course, Jake Lace on Tumblr. And of course, uh, also, those are the places you can find me. You can find all of us on Letterboxd. It's all of our same names as our Twitter names. So do with that what you will. Uh, there should be an it review up by the time I post this on mine. So, yeah, you can read that. Uh, guys, thank you for joining me this week. I never thank you guys enough uh, for continuing to be on this podcast for whatever your reasons are. <laughs> so, um, guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next week with episode 70 uh, when we talk about it. Versus the Bye Bye Man. And versus the Bye Bye Man. Oh, they, they were just such oh, huge man. successes. 
Both of them. Yeah. That, Dude, the crossover is inevitable. horror weekend of all time. It. That's crazy. That's just crazy. Guys. And the Bye Bye Man did not do that. No, he didn't. Guys, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>